All right, we're recording. Yay! Yay! All right, Daddy, so. What are you doing? <laughs> are you trying to get out? He's stuck. Huh. I think he's trying to get out. One second. Yep. <laughs> you want to go out? <laughs> and then, in, and then, uh, what will happen is, is. Amanda oh, shut the door because he's turned on the TV for when he cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Duncan was in here. He knows Paul's cooking, so he needs to be out there. Oh, okay. He's a you got to supervise that uh, that cooking show. Yep. All right. So last time, nothing happened. It was just a quiet session. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yay! I'm no longer dead. Wait. <laughs> All right. So for real, last time. You all were in, were in Hokkaido to look into who had been framing Gwen. So the first thing you did was headed to the constabulary and found out that the bounty on Gwen had already been turned in. You examined the body and quickly discovered that the body had been made illusory uh, to look like Gwen and that the person who had turned it in was not far behind. You actually crossed paths with them as you walked into the constabulary. So you chased the halfling who turned the body in through the streets in an exciting chase. And sure enough, once you caught up to them, you discovered that it was in fact Zori, the kobold who you'd crossed paths with and had killed Burnley a few previous sessions ago. You had a fight with Zori, came very close to taking her out, uh, but she was able to escape at the last minute, uh, but not before she banished Brindley back to her home plane, which- Oh, that was my home plane. That's what that's what Banished does. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, I thought Banished, if you're, if you're not in your home your plane, it can send you somewhere else, but you'll come back to your home plane. Um. If you're on your home plane, it sends you to a demi plane and you're unconscious the entire time. Yeah. Oh. If yeah. If you're not on your home plane, it sends you back to your home plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was worried that it was taking so long. Or what guys just hit her heart. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what if alone? In Brinley's home plane, what 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 only took perhaps 24, 30 seconds in real life, Brinley ended up being there for a few hours, being escorted by some fairy sprites to the palace of the Winter King. And right when Brinley was getting ready to be introduced to said Winter King, she snapped back to her present dimension, robbing her the chance of getting to know them. But being very careful to say that I'm not being rude, it's just that I got banished. Yes, Brindley was very polite. <laughs> once or, once the fight was over and you all had arrived back in Hokkaido and Zori had gotten away, Brindley decided that she really wanted to keep an eye on Zori's old haunts. And so you picked up a room across the street from the Sapphire Spear and an appropriately left named the Ruby Spear. There you sit up in the windows and watched the Sapphire Spear for any sign of Zori coming or going. Unfortunately, 
saw no sign of Zori. And having spent most of the afternoon staring out a window, you all decided to split up a little bit and go look into some individual leads. 88 and Brindley went to a casino where Brindley attempted to find another Micaeus follower. 88 got really concerned by a troll bouncer there because he believes that trolls are dangerous. Brindley spotted a cheater, then signaled that she saw that he was cheating, that he was cheating, and then followed him outside, and then quasi sort of mugged him. <laughs> it was a very uh, intense encounter. <laughs> but he did let spill uh, the description of what he believed to be a Micaiah's follower. So Brindley scried on this description and found, thanks to some very good die rolls, this person that matched the description eating dinner at a very nice restaurant in Hokkaido. Uh, and that she even looked at the light in the diner to establish that she was currently eating next to windows that were facing the east. Then having scried and figured out that this person existed and that they were having a nice dinner, Friendly and 88 started to head back. Nithis went to the temple of Mashihai, uh, hoping for some more answers and information, but not getting much more than just some background information on Micaias, what Micaias is doing there, and sort of the Micaias ethos. So feeling a little less than fulfilled, Nithis headed back. Meanwhile, while Nithis 88 and Brindley were all gone, Gwyn, left alone in his room, fortunately discovered that Zori invisibly broke in. She had a little bit of a chat with him, telling him that framing him was a tit for tat for him making her a wanted person. In a way that fully, she attempted to fully absolve herself of any sort of guilt or potential wrongdoing. C clearly, you know, clearly not ready to accept any responsibility for her actions. <laughs> but she did offer him a chance to let bygones be bygones and go their separate ways, assuming that he would promise to stop look you know, looking into her. Uh, but Gwen, being Gwen, an honorable person who refused to lie, couldn't make that promise. Stupid. <laughs> so Zori indicated that she was going to attack him, and Gwen leapt out the window very cinematically. <laughs> Gwen, in a moment of inspire inspiration, threw some ball bearings down on the ground, thinking that when Zori landed on the ground, she'd be tripped up and he would get more time to escape. Unfortunately for Gwen, that was a bit of a miscalculation. As it turns out, Zori could, in fact, fly or walk on the air or something weird. Didn't quite make sense to Gwen at the time. Uh, but she appeared above him perpendicular to the ground uh, and th thrust her sword into him. He disengaged and tried to run away, but she casually walked up and finished the job. Nithis arrived a bit later to find a crowd of people standing outside the tavern. 
they described the scene, the two kobolds fighting, one jumping out a window, the other one floating in midair, and how when the flying kobold finished the other kobold, she took his corpse and threw it in the bag and disappeared. Nithis ran back to the others, letting him know what had happened. Friendly tried scrying on Zori, but found that Zori had already left this plane of existence, thus was not able to be scried upon. 88 messaged Zori, telling her to give Gwen's body back, otherwise her life would be forfeit. Uh, her only response to that was, he chose poorly and not to come after her. And so sit, standing there uh, on the street of Hokkaido, in between the ruby and sapphire spear, unsure of what exactly had happened, but knowing that your friend is gone, that is where we'll start this week's session. It is still the fourth of calamity. It is midweek. It is getting to be late in the evening. The sun has crept below the horizon. The lanterns in the street are lighting up uh, as a sort of twilight gloam uh, kind of permeates the air. 88. Uh, Nithis, Brindley, you all are standing there. What do you do? Is there still a crowd? Uh, the crowd's dispersing. There's a few people. The constabulary has come over and is like, taking witness statements from a few people, uh, getting the description of what had happened. Come on. I'll well. description. <laughs> I mean, I'll go back up to our room and make sure that Gwen's actually gone. Yeah, you uh, go back up to Gwen's room, uh, search. Uh, you look around and you don't see any any sign of him. Oh shit. Big yeah. cobalt sized hole in the window. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? I have no idea. We find uh, Zori. Yes. We've got to find a way to track someone across planes. Or find someone she might associate with. Burnley and I were able to find a lead on another Micaiah's worshiper in Hokkaido. Oh, well, that's good. Okay. You can start there, for sure. We can. Yeah, get there, ask them questions, see if they could help us get to Zori. I mean, they're not really like loyal to each other, right? I believe that they are loyal to currency. That's what I was thinking. She's the only one we've run across, though, so who knows, right? Zori is? Um, yeah, that's the only Micaiah's, Micaiah's follower that you all have personally come across. That we know of. That you know of, yes. I think tomorrow I should go to the library because this is where the great big crazy library is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should go there tomorrow and look up um, ways to contact people on other planes. Um, well, that is a ritual. Why can't I learn that? <sighs> well, an 88. Oh, 88. Have you told them that you contacted her? 
Yeah. Okay, so you all know that 88 uh, contacted her. Um, and then uh, did you relay that? I'm sure you relayed her response to them as well. Uh-huh. Which so was basically the we're going to kill her, right? Yes. Good. It seems every once in a while that we've been iffy on that. I'm just very pro pro killing, sorry. I am also pro-killing Zori. Okay. I am glad we are all in agreement. Nope. All right. Should I feel terrible going to sleep? Well, we also need a long rest, so we can yeah. actually be somewhat effective tomorrow. Yeah, you guys have had a very long day between the spirit battle, which is this morning, and the Zori battle, which is this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And I guess should should we uh maybe I'll stay in the same room? I would not argue with that. I think that's probably a good idea. I don't think she's gonna come for us, but nonetheless. No. It'd be very dumb if she came for us. I hope. What's that? I said it would be very dumb if she came for us. I hope. Oh yeah. Because we would roast her on a pike. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Do we want to do watches tonight or just sleep? I will be alert all evening. Oh, yes. that's true. Uh, we go to sleep, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, get up pretty early in the morning to start. Get ready. Do we get a long rest, Chris? Roll me a perception check. Oh no, I almost hit that button. I'm glad somebody asked because natural 20 for a total of 30. Aside aside, aside from the occasional mouse that you're pretty sure is not suspicious, (laughs) uh, it is quiet. You You all may slam those long rest buttons. All right. You wake up the next day. It is Sun's Day, Fifth of Calamity. Sun's Day, Sun's Day. Gotta get down on Sunday. Can people tell when you're scrying them? If they have sea invisibility or true sight. Okay. How many times can you cast um, scry, um, Brindley? I can scry twice a day. Yes, twice a day. I think that we should do it once this morning at least. You want to scry that? Yes, I will scry on the one we're going to go after, right? Yeah. Wait, who are we scrying? The Micaiah's follower that you saw last night that you scryed? Oh, yeah. I'll scry on her. Okay. So 
So let's see, you have a second, there's some modifiers here I need to look up. All right, uh, so you've heard of the target. Um, I will say that since you have scried her successfully, you have her likeness. Uh -huh. um, so she gets a plus three to her wisdom saving throw. Uh, she succeeds on her save. Oh, bummer. Or at least, wait, oh, I'm assuming a 19 succeeds. Yep. Mm -hmm. I could not do a fix on her. We can try figuring out where she might have been yesterday. Um, you think you'd recognize the restaurant if you saw it? I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. Hmm. You did, I mean, I will give you an advantage on the roll because you specifically did say that you were studying it to try to find it later, so. Okay. Maybe. I hope so. Let's go take a stroll and see what happens. We take, well, we get up, have breakfast, take a stroll. Unless 88 wants to do something else. No. Are we going to ask to, uh, you know, ask someone if they know what what in it might be? Oh yeah, talk to the. Yeah, yeah we should yeah. ask to the, talk to the bartender innkeeper whoever's downstairs. Already had breakfast. Okay, so you um, uh, head downstairs. Um, uh, and the the breakfast is served. Uh. The uh, the person serving the breakfast is a an elven woman. Um, she's got fair skin and long dark hair that she keeps uh, tied up in some int intricate knots. I was wondering if perhaps you could uh, help us find this establishment we want to look for. She says, "Oh, I can, I can certainly try to help." What? Uh, do you know the name of it? I do not. But then I try, like describe to her how it was decorated and where it was facing and stuff like hmm. that. Hmm. I no roll for it. Okay, she says, um. Oh, well, that sounds like a very fancy establishment. Um, she says, uh, she says, um, there's a number of restaurants that perhaps might fit that description, but uh, I, I would bet that any of them, she says, uh, would be in the, uh, would be in the, in the Northern Cherry Prefecture. Okay. She says, that's the uh, fancy district where 
where where the moneyed eat and work. <laughs> cool. Thank, Thank you for your help. She says, uh, she says, thank you for your patronage. So I guess we'll start walking that way. Uh, as you start walking that way, um, another person comes up to you. Uh, you recognize him as the innkeeper that checked you in the uh, other day. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, oh, I, I do apologize for interrupting you um, on your way out. Um, your companion you are traveling with uh, appears to have broken the window in his room. You mean when somebody came in here and tried to kill him and then killed him? Yeah, right before he was murdered. He was He kind of, he was murdered? It happened yeah. right outside. In your property. There was a whole crowd of people there last night. It's very awkward. Oh, I, I did not know I was, I was asleep. Um, <laughs> he um he still seems on the fence about the uh who's gonna pay for these damages sort of uh issue um brindley i think you kind of took the lead on that so why don't you roll me a persuasion check to see if you can if you've convinced him to drop the matter um 17 i say uh, well, oh, it could be hard to, you know, get him to pay for anything unless you wanted to track down his murder and take the money off his corpse. Excuse me. He says, um, I, I think we can come to an, an equal, equally um, beneficial arrangement. How about, uh, how about you all just don't bring this up to other people and I will forget that it happened. That sounds fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. You may wish to invest in better locks. Um, he says the locks we have are masterwork quality. I, I, I don't know that we could invest in nicer locks. Okay. It's only the same to give your clientele. He says, um, he says, uh, was this person magical? If so, I mean, there's only so much we can do. We're assuming so, but we don't know a lot of details. We know she gets spells. We're not sure exactly how magical she is. Anyway, um, enjoy fixing your window. Uh, we're off for the day. He just frowns at that and, and turns around. <laughs> we make our way towards the Northern Cherry Prefecture. All right. Um, it is a lovely, lovely early summer day here. Um, a cool breeze blowing through the city. Uh, the smell of uh, cherry blossom in the air. Um, you guys start walking north and then realize you're not quite sure where the Northern Cherry District is, uh, but you're able to get directions from helpful locals without issue. Um, 
when you arrive, um, you begin looking for restaurants uh, that have eastern facing windows that match what you saw in your scrying board. Roll me an investigation check with advantage. Advantage. Investigation. Uh, what's the suck? Uh, Eleven. Um, uh, you spend you spend an hour, uh, uh, but to no success. Oh. All right. <clears throat> What now? Do you want to try and scry that other person again? No, because I can't do it today. Because I already failed. Mm. Okay. Do you want to save it or do you want to try to scry Zori? She's probably not on this plane, so it'd probably be a wasted spell. I think we could try to scry Zori. Um, Maybe we'll get lucky. <clears throat> yeah. I think we should try to try her at least once a day to see when she comes back. Okay. Apparently she came back yesterday. And... Mm-hmm. Awful. Hmm. We should probably do that in the hotel. Okay. Not like out on the street. All right. Well, we'll head back to the hotel then. Yeah. All right. Do we so want to grab lunch over here? Sure. Is it lunch time yet? I guess I don't know. Yeah. What time is it in game, Chris? Yeah, it's it's heading towards lunch. By the time you walk up here and then investigate around for an hour, <clears throat> um, you have you have lunch. Uh, you pick just a a good looking restaurant and. Uh, go inside and sit down um, and uh, uh, it turns out that it's a very uh, expensive but fancy lunch. Uh, they serve, they're serving raw fish um, on uh, a flight of it on various uh, uh, on, on rice and on various presentations. Uh, Delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the barkeep at the end of the meal says, uh, is there anything else I can do for you to make your meal experience fabulous? Um, we have been... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I You're going to ask the same question I was drawn to, I think. <laughs> you ask it, because you actually can describe the person. <laughs> yeah, I describe uh, the restaurant where I saw the... Um, the Matthias follower. Ask him if he might know where that one is. Um, he says, uh, oh, well, that sounds like our private dining room. Your private dining room. <laughs> Sorry, I love it. We're in the... <laughs> Yes. Um, have, you, have you ever seen this person here? And I described the, uh, the half-elf woman with this guy um he says uh 
He says, we, we get a large variety of clientele, um, all of whom pay uh, good money to have their privacy preserved and such on our establishment. Just like we wouldn't tell other people that you were here. Unfortunately, we cannot tell you that whether or not she was here. But as a courtesy, I can show you the dining room if you'd like. Yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. Um, so he leads you um, uh, upstairs. Uh, as we're walking, I'm going to lean over to Nithis and as quietly as I can whisper to her, bribe him. Uh, and he um, leads you uh, upstairs uh, and yeah it is the dining room from your scry vision Um, you realize uh, the thing that you weren't accounting for in your investigation was that it wasn't on the first floor so yeah that makes sense Um, but yeah it's this it's this uh, elegant room uh, currently empty um, but uh, it's got a a uh, table um, that you recognize the table that they were sitting at uh it's got a couple of, it's got like a couple other, like, um, it's got like a place for like people to sit and have conversations. There's like a table maybe for people to like write out contracts, you know, so you get the idea that it's got a couple, it's, it's multiple purpose room. It's very nice. Uh, there's a little water feature. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. It's very nice here. Um, I, I just want to double check. Is there any chance you could help us out finding this person? describing the half elven woman. I know you already said no because of your privacy requirements, which I totally get, totally respect. However, this person is in some trouble. All we have is a description and it's really in their best interest that we get a hold of them. Um, are, you gonna, are you going to offer a bribe with this subtly or? I will go ahead and um, jingle my purse a little bit. I can, I can make it worth your while. All right, I'm going to need you to make me a deception check because you were lying about the reason why you need to find her. <laughs> Full lion. Uh, deception check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, I did take that. Fuck! My favorite thing to do is lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled a four! <laughs> I'm using my inspiration because I'm mad about it. <laughs> four! I've got a plus eight! <laughs> better be better. That's better. 23! <laughs> I'm satisfied with that. Uh, he discreetly holds a hand out. Um, God, based on my life experience as a person in this world, what do I expect a good bribe All to right. be? Your meal was five gold pieces apiece. So, um, uh, probably, thank you so much. Uh, probably more than that. I think in my head, 88's going to have to give me some fucking money. <laughs> I can do that. Um, actually, do you have like a whole bunch of money? Do you have a platinum? I've got 10 platinums. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just, uh, I'll nod at 88 because I only have 50 gold and I don't think that's going to cut it. <laughs> okay. I'll pull five platinum coins out and hold them in my hand. Um. He 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 takes them from the hand and pockets it in one fluid motion. <laughs> he says, um, "He says, um, no, of course I can't tell you anything about the, the that 
person because that would be against our privacy policies. I mean, it would just it would just be abhorrent of me to tell you uh, that she was here with Master Carvey of the Carvey Spice Empire, and that his his estate is uh, you know just on the edge of the Northern Cherry Prefecture, and that uh, she's been in here with him three times in the last week. It would just, I couldn't tell you these things because of course that would be against her privacy. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, he says, if I knew her name, I would tell you, wouldn't tell you, um, of course. But uh, unfortunately I've only seen her the three times uh, and um, Master Carvey, well, he is, he is here with different companions every, every few weeks. When was the first time you saw her? Uh, he says, just this week. But she's been here three times this week. So it's clearly, I mean, I couldn't tell you that, but, uh, you know, clearly is one of Master Carvey's new favorites. Does Master Carvey have favorites, like, in a creepy way? Like I said, Master Carvey brings a variety of companions here for amorous dinners. Does Master Carvey have another reservation that you cannot tell us about? Uh, he says, um, well, if Master Carvey was going to be here tomorrow for dinner, I couldn't tell you that for sure. Any winks. Well, you've been completely unhelpful. A shame, I know. Yes. We will leave disappointed. Ah, uh, it breaks my heart because my, my, um, Serving you is all I care about. Just make sure you pay your five gold piece tab on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. That's a quarter of my money. <laughs> At lunch. Mm. Yeah, that seems accurate for real life for me. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Um, so you all head out. Uh, um. The restaurant is called the Smell of Lightning. Smell of Lightning? Mm -hmm. That's cool. I like it. Nithis approves. So, tomorrow night is what he said. Yes, the 6th of Calamity. A Saturday, Fantasy Saturday. Um... <laughs> Sorry, Sean's just vaguely popping in and out. Right. Uh, do we want to go take a look around his estate, just like get in the area and see if maybe we can tell what kind of carriage he uses, that sort of thing? That would be a wise idea. Yes. Though we should keep a low profile. Agreed. Yes. <clears throat> I'm going to disguise self so that I look like a normal person. <laughs> so if it's far, I'm going to wait till we get closer. All right. So you um you walk there. It, it's like a ten minute walk. Okay. Not bad. We take a look around. We do. We investigate the fuck out of that place. All right, so you uh, you see this very um, very fancy looking old style. Um, uh, it almost it almost looks kind of like uh, 
the temple and then it's got like the large um, uh, kind of paper walls, the sloping clay tile roofs. Um, uh, there is a large fence around it though that prevents you from getting too far inside. Um, it's fine, we're just looking. Mm -hmm. So Do you see a, a carriage or means of conveyance parked out front? Uh, there's a carriage house, which is closed off currently. Is there like any place um, like down across the street, like a cafe or something that we could sit outside of, watch and see people come and go? Yeah, there is. There is a. Uh, it's a place that serves like coffee and fancy pastries. Are there guards stationed at the gate? Um, not at the gate, but you see there's guards that are patrolling the grounds. Do they wear any particular kind of heraldry or uniform? Yeah, they all they all seem to be wearing a uh, a kind of blue with a red accents. <clears throat> so what are we... be a bird and take a look. Tip. Tip. So long as you are discreet. <laughs> all right. I'm going to leave these to at the uh, cafe kind of hide so I can wild shape into just like a, a sparrow. Mm -hmm. A blue a bluebird? Sure. Not blue anymore though. Oh yeah, that's right. And a white bird's really gonna stand out. All right, so black, uh, so you, you... It's a sparrow. And I'm going to uh, do some casual flying over over the um, area, see if I can get a view into the carriage house, see what his carriage just like, see if I can clock him or any of his friends on the grounds, anything like that. Okay. But casually. Roll me an investigate check. <laughs> Mm -hmm. oh, God, what, am, what are you doing to me? Five. Oh no! All right. Uh, unfortunately, the the uh, carriage house is sealed pretty shut, so you're not able to get in there. Uh, but what you do see is you see it's a large, um, a large kind of uh, building. It's got a courtyard in the center um, with doors that are open to let in air. You see some laundry being hung out to dry. Uh, you see there's a couple of wings of it on the back that are kind of hidden from the street view um, that look to be newer additions to this main sort of uh, square house. Are there trees in the courtyard? Oh yeah, there's trees everywhere. I wanna pop a squat in the tree for a little bit, see if I can overhear anything. Okay. And are you planning on doing that for like the full hour? Yeah. Um, all right. Meanwhile, back at Team Cafe. Uh, by the way, it's a gold piece for your coffee and pastry. Good fuck. <laughs> at 88, they expect you to buy one too because you're sitting there. All right. I will put it to the side for when Brindley comes back. Uh, so when we find this person, how are we going to approach it? Probably, I don't know. How, how should we approach this person. Would violence be untowards? 
I'm worried that violence is gonna not get us what we want, even though I prefer it. We should probably start friendly. But I don't know. What do you Our think? other options would be deception or coercion. Yeah, or potentially but... enticement. What do you think about that? Where would we start with that? It would we depend really on whether or not we have something that would interest this person. What'd you say? It would depend on whether or not we have something that would interest this person. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that much money, right? I'll told I have just over 11,000 gold pieces, or 1,100 gold pieces. I was like, 11,000? Nope, <laughs> nope. I swallowed my own tongue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that's not a huge amount of money. I mean, you do, have, you do have something that um, he may want, which is information. He may, not be, he may not be aware that this person that he is seeing is a Micaius. Oh, you're thinking the guy. The dude. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about the... Oh, you're talking about the... I was other. talking about her, but you're not no. wrong. It is possible he does not know she is a Micaius worshiper. No. It's also possible she is trying to convert him. Or trying to take advantage of him. Either way, get her paws on his money. Hmm. Do we think we we shouldn't approach in the diner? I don't think, or in the um restaurant. Um, could you both make me a perception check? <laughs> Great, <laughs> eavesdroppers. Fourteen. Uh, I rolled a four this time. You still got a 14. Uh, I also got a 14. God, we're so fucked. <laughs> I think it's just to see if you notice, Sean. Hopefully. You both notice uh, a table over from you, a bulky six foot four human who is, um, you realize his, his pastry is only like a quarter of the way eaten. He's been there longer than you all have been. Uh, and he is staring intently at the same spot that you all have been staring at. Well, it can't be Sean. It's over three feet tall. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not to type. So. <laughs> um, I'll nod my head at this guy. Bukreen, give me a perception check. What is it? Bukreen. Sean, how do you pronounce it? Oh, that's right, Bukreen. Bukreen. Is it with a B? W U K R E E N. I'll type it in chat. <laughs> fourteen, perfect. <laughs> yeah, we're all fourteens towards each other. Did you get a fourteen too? Because that's pre that's preposterous. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Blue cream. Um, Blue cream. You uh, have been sitting here on stakeout and you overhear um, you overhear these people next to you. It sounds like they're talking about um, your mark. Uh, and then they look over at you and then one of them just sort of nods at you. <clears throat> I narrow my eyes. 
and <laughs> and kind of rise slowly and walk over to the table. Can I assist you with something? Are you on the waitstaff? <laughs> I was I was clearly enjoying my and then I have to look back to see what I was eating. Donut. So clearly. Why don't you just have a seat, giant? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start this interaction with attitude. I'm gonna take it to the max. You know I am. <laughs> um, do you want to describe what you look like? Yeah. Um <clears throat> kind of big husky gentleman dressed in you know nice but uh nondescript clothing um you know a shock of brown hair and and uh just somebody you, you wouldn't you wouldn't notice too much um so he's six four right well, <laughs> you you literally can't hide we know someone who's six four <laughs> well in a light in, in a world of in a world of like warforged and orcs and that's and, true, fair enough. It's fair not enough. as it's, it's not as unusual. In the real world, giants can't hide. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, I, I say, why don't you have a seat? I'll sit down. Um, do I know the do I know the mark's name? Uh, no, you don't. Okay. Um, and did I, uh, did I hear the name Machias come out of them? No, mm -mm. we didn't mention okay. Machias. So it looks like you're staring at intently at the same place we're staring intently at. Um, I was hired to keep an eye on someone or keep an eye out for someone. Would that be Mr. Carvey? No. Perhaps his most recent companion. I described oh. the, the lady. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, well, that was three halflings that went in for two hours ago. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the person I'm looking for. Then it seems we have common cause. Yep. May I ask your intentions for her? <laughs> well, she won't be long for this world. Are you an assassin? No. No, she's filth that needs to be purified from this earth. Oh, that's super uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll a perception, but I don't need to roll perception for my heebie-jeebies. <laughs> you lying about being an assassin. I got a 22. That would be insight. Oh, it's insight? insight? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, What's I want to keep that roll, but my insight check is even better. I rolled a nat 20, and it's plus six. So... <laughs> uh, he, you get the idea that he is deadly serious. That he is an assassin? No, that he he that he he isn't, but he wants to purify this person from the Do world. Do I see any religious iconography on 
I would imagine not at this moment. No, you don't. Just regular clothes. Is this to do with her religious affiliations? Absolutely. And you see his like face curl in disgust. <laughs> then perhaps we can be of aid to one another. Yeah, I, I just, you're going to have to keep it down low on the, what was it you said? Purifying? Purifying? <sighs> mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you that. wanted to trigger me because of my my religious trauma and um, in my upbringing, good fucking job, okay? <laughs> Great job! Oh, I'm literally, <laughs> I'll get over it, carry on. <laughs> God, it's so gross. <sighs> anyway. In truth, we are not seeking this person's death. We seek to get information from them to see yeah. if they know another Micaiah's worshiper that we are in search of. <clears throat> There are more of them in the area. That's good information to have. At least one, a dragonborn named Zori, who is responsible for the death of two friends of ours. Wait, isn't she Kobold? Yes, she's Kobold. Yeah, Kobold, sorry. I was like, oh, I missed something big. Sorry, that was my mistake. <clears throat> I'm assuming I had no knowledge of Zori before this? Correct. Excellent. So are you new in town? Like, you've never been here before? I've been here, I guess I've been here for a few weeks looking for this person I finally got a lead on. I got the impression that Hokkaido as a general whole is having a low-key Micaiah's problem. There is no such thing as a low-key Micaiah's problem. They are being invaded by Micaiah's I was going to say, they're not burning innocent people in the streets yet, you're right, but they have been hanging people on a pretty consistent basis. So, you know, it's not quite at the level it could be yet, but <clears throat> I, I, am aware of it, I am aware of at least six unusual deaths that I'm, that I assume are the work of Micaiah in this area. In, and in at least the two weeks I've been in town. So as a general rule, then, Micaiah's people be murdering? <laughs> well, they'll do anything for wealth. There's no, there's no limits to what they'll do, generally. There are, I mean, there are the everyday worshipers who are just normal people like everyone else. And they can be converted away from that crazy worship of, of I don't know. Capital. <laughs> gathering together things. But the higher levels, the, the, the true worshipers of Micaiah are, will do whatever they, they can just to get wealth and power. Or wealth, or power through wealth. It's how their church works. 
the more you have, the better you are. So, I mean, I'll look over at 88 and I'll be like, I guess it makes sense. She did just lead us to our deaths with a smile on her face. It's a lot easier to have some something else kill you. Hey, yeah. and you know what, 88? This is way less morally ambiguous than our vampire situation. <laughs> Indeed. Way less ambiguous. Okay. <laughs> All right. How does Wukin react to that? <laughs> no, no visible reaction, but he does mentally file that one away for later. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I so suppose like I should get my pastry. Or are we leaving? We are waiting for our friend to return. Yeah. But you may bring your pastry over to this table if you wish. I go get my pastry and I sit down. And I just kind of turn my head and keep looking at the building. <laughs> You're able to arrange yourselves in sort of a sitcom fashion where all three of you are facing the camera that is the, <laughs> that is the estate. So what are your plans when you get this person in your grasp? Well, I forgot the phrase. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a, I have a dying tooth. And so it is, it is periodically, it goes very, very wonky. Um, it's an interesting character trait to add to a D&D character. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a player fault, much like my shit memory. Um, <clears throat> I suspect she's one of the indebted. And if she's one of the indebted, there's nothing but death for her. What does that mean? The indebted are kind of a special class of worshippers. They bargain their souls to... Micaiah. In exchange for what? Wealth, life, who knows? Whatever whatever they felt was valuable enough to them at the time to forfeit their soul. So like a warlock situation? I mean, similar. Or the relationship of a worshiper to a god. Although a very transactional one. Also, mo most uh, warlock patrons would love to have Micaeus as lawyers. Because <laughs> 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 Micaeus really lets the pace and has most of the lawyers. So, <laughs> and all the good ones. Um, so, she's indebted so that means that she's going to die or just when she does die what happens what no i mean it, it could mean that when she dies she comes back um it depends on the depends on the deal that she's made um i will remind you uh caitlin because i'm sure and because i'm sure you amanda or brinley filled you on this um you know that this particular person has a scar um, over where their heart would be. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Hmm. <clears throat> Are you aware of this person's combat capabilities? 
or magical capabilities? I don't think I am. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm not, Chris. <laughs> well, uh, just what you know about the indebted in general. Yeah. I mean, just just basic information uh, that I know about the indebted that they can, I guess, use wealth in strange ways to support their powers. Do you know of a particular plane of existence that they are aligned with? Whatever, whatever, whatever one Micaiah has to set up, but that's yeah. probably outside of your realm of knowledge at this point. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just try to send them there. Well, if we are to work together, I suppose it is only right that we make introductions. You oh, may call me 88. My name is Nithis. You can call me Wukreen, or just Wu. Since apparently <laughs> there was a strong reaction to my full name. I just couldn't hear it. I was like oh. hearing several different consonants at the beginning there. I was like, I don't know what time it is. Now I get it. Now that I've seen it in writing, it makes sense. Friendly. You said you're waiting yes. for a friend? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Roll me a uh, perception check. Twelve. Yeah, uh, you, you sit in the tree and watch... Um, some people come out with lawn, they collect the laundry and hang up uh, other laundry. Um, and they're talking, but amongst themselves, but you're unable to pick it up. Uh, as your hour is quickly running out, um, do you flat back to the cafe? Yes, I do. All right, as you flat back, you see a very large man sitting in the chair that you were sitting in when you left. I land on the side of the table. And I'm eyeing this space as, as I see the bird coming in to land, I tear up a little bit of my pastry and hold it out to the bird. I take the pastry. I said one gold pastry. That'd be good. That'd blow my little birdie mind. <laughs> uh, I mean, we know that it's pretty close to Brinley's. Uh... You recognize this. You recognize the sparrow. Yeah. I'll hand. I'll hold out my hand for Brindley Bird, and uh, I will walk back to the alleyway so that I can like stand in front or whatever when she changes back. <laughs> so this bird flies down. I feed it a little bit, <laughs> and then this holds out a finger, and then walks off with the bird. I turn to eighty-eight, and I'm like. Does she have a special thing for birds? No, that bird was our friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're, the friend you were waiting for is a bird? At the moment. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I unbird. Okay. 
as soon as she unbirds, I will let her know that the giant man, uh, his name, and that he's after the same person we are. Convenient. Mm hmm. <laughs> I follow, I guess if we head back to the table. Mm hmm. <clears throat> Welcome back. So, uh, so Dithis comes back, not with a bird, uh, but with somebody who is clearly fey-touched uh, with um, long oh, no, pointy... Oh, I, I also distract myself before oh, I go. That's right, okay. All right. So what you look like? Just like a person. It's boring. Yeah. <laughs> you, the, the female equivalent of your disguise walks out. <laughs> <laughs> Would you care for some Daifuku? Would I? I slide what looks like a couple of little mochi balls towards Brinley. I snack on them. My girl these are good. So, um, I didn't see anything because I'm useless. <laughs> You're able to give them a sketch of the layout, which is more than you had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Courtyard is very nice, refreshing. I'm out there for a bit. Nothing interesting happened. You all sit there quietly, kind of awkward. The awkward, the awkward silence that falls over when there's someone new and you're not quite sure what to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. So. What what is your name, or should I just call you Bird? This is Brinley. Brinley, this is Wukeen. Wukreen oh. with an R. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't pronounce your last name either if you'd wanted me to say it all the way out. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is not new at all. Hello. Nice to meet you. Oh, cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, why? The queen <laughs> is also hunting the Machias worshiper that we are looking for. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> and now that I'm aware of her, I'm hunting the other Machias worshiper as well. Oh, no, you can't do that because we gotta kill her. Yeah, we have. I believe he can assist. I would. I would be happy to help. Okay, but you can only help. You cannot murder, because <laughs> we won't murder. I would it be does, happy to help. That does bring us to the question of what uh, sort of combat arts you are trained in. <clears throat> can I recognize um, eighty-eight as a paladin? Not a paladin. He's a cleric. Oh, cleric and a fighter. Darn it! I always thought you were a paladin. <laughs> well, if you if, when a cleric and a fighter love each other very much, Paladin is usually the result. For some reason, that's a sentence you think of it the first time you laugh, and then you think of it the second time and you just make the laugh I just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am a. Um... <clears throat> Sorry, I am a uh, 
I'm a paladin de dedicated to uh, to cure. Uh, fucking hell, to cure. I haven't actually said it out loud yet. Tokakua. Tokakua. Tokakua <laughs> with a T. Yeah. yeah, one of the gods. One of the gods in your handout. The Tokakua. The Efridi god of purification. The Freedy? Like the uh, oh, like yeah. like the fiery elemental. Oh, okay. Efridi, yeah. Uh, the one whose seven-sided star is often used as a symbol of purity on trade goods. And so you're a paladin of Tokakua. Why, why does that put you on the hunt for Machias worshippers? Well, Machias worshippers, their, their central tenet of faith is the worship of wealth. It's inherently corrupt act. Hmm. They do suck a lot. What? I said they do suck a lot. <laughs> also that. So what's your plan for catching this person? You're just going to sit here until they until um, you see him come out? That was the plan, yeah. I mean, given my size, I'm not particularly subtle. And Machias worshippers are not welcome in this town, so <clears throat> fairly easy to kill if need be. I would disagree with the easiness of killing. <sighs> You fought one of these indebted before. As Truzori was a paladin, right? We think. Yeah. I have on a few occasions. They're incredibly dangerous. They don't fall within normal categories of what you'd expect. The indebted? They're extremely dangerous? Yes. It's a good chance Zori's one of those. Yeah. Um. So is this going to be a planning session here then? <laughs> Unless the half elf comes out. We have I have several bad ideas. <laughs> we have reason to believe that she will be attending dinner with. Uh, Mr. Carver. Is it Mr. Carver, Lord Carver? Uh, Master Carvey, C-A-R-V-I. With Master Carvey tomorrow evening. I do not know if she will be appearing before then. But please, Brinley, what are your bad ideas? The first one is we somehow kidnap Master Carvey and then I impersonate him and then we capture her. Second one, I impersonate her, get her mad at me, and then she'll come, and then we capture her. Third one, I replace one of the horses for the carriage, and then when she's in the carriage, I run away really fast, and then we capture her. I like that third one a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that's been used against you, so you're like, ah, I'm going to use that against someone else. <laughs> Uh, 
You may also just ask Master Carvey to help us. Fourth, we write a note to Master Harvey saying that his new girlfriend is evil and that he probably doesn't want to be associated with her. Can you please tell us where she is so we can kidnap her? <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't aware they were dating. We got the impression that there was a relationship of some sort going on. Dating might be generous, but probably generous. Seems to like her though. He took her out, taking her out four times this week. Really expensive food. Really expensive food. Really expensive. But it was good. <coughs> um, if we use the horse thing, that would be difficult because we'd have to get a horse in place. Can your friend be a horse? I can be a horse, but we'd have to do something with the other horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think getting you in place of another horse would be more difficult. I think we can do it, though. <laughs> 88 quietly mules the idea over. <laughs> I can just explain to the horses what I needed to do. And maybe the, one of them can go hide for a while. <laughs> were there like a field with the horses grazing in them or anything like that? Or were they in the stalls? Uh, the, uh, yeah, there were separate stables. Um, and there were a couple out like uh, grazing in a, in a field to the south of it. I really love the idea of Amanda flying around performing persuasion checks on horses. <laughs> We're going to need you to take off. Um, oh, you don't do polymorph. You do B-shape, right? How many more times can you do that today? Um, I can do it a few. Uh, one more time, but I did it back in short rests. Oh, okay, okay. Has this been a short rest? Yeah, yeah, we'll count this as a short rest. I can do it twice. Awesome. So. Nithis. Oh, no. You hear a voice in your head. Is it ancient? <laughs> it is, in fact, ancient. Oh, it's ancient. <clears throat> Sometimes it's your dad. True, although not usually. <laughs> <laughs> Galastar, this one in front of you is not what he seems. Let me just give you a better look at him. And for the next five minutes, you have true sight. What? And you, Sean, would you like to describe what you really look like to Nithis? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I am a um, six foot six, uh, 
kind of white skin with gray undertones, um, fallen ASMR in in smoldering plate armor. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that that would be a sight. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> it's a little bit a little bit different looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just see a see really just a personification of menace sitting at your little table munching on a donut. <laughs> and what are the Chris I wanted to ask about the wings mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> did you do you have wings I forgot I think I was looking I, I, was trying, to, I was trying to find that earlier I thought you chose the um, I'm fallen so the shroud option instead yeah but I think doesn't I was thinking that that wing could be the mechanic for the for the shroud, but but you, she wouldn't be able to see those until I use the shroud, right? Okay. So I don't. You see, you see that, but without wings <laughs> at the moment. It's in a picture. Um, you don't yeah, have. I, 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 I don't you. have a. I don't have a good one, but my. I, I have a. No, just the way you said that sentence made me think you'd send. Yeah, it. I, I was looking for one too when you said that. <laughs> you don't have to send. Um, of my PFP. <laughs> they'll have to, I'll have to uh, get a hold of Bethany to, if she's yeah. still doing commissions. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. <laughs> I also like me because you have two sight. Oh yeah, yeah. You can see Brindley through the illusion. No, that's not a surprise. Uh, I just wanted to be included. <laughs> uh huh. Um. Uh, though Avi does say, uh, you know, he gave me this true sight, uh, and he just says, um, you know, this one's not what it appears. But at the end of it, he's like, though a little duplicity never hurt anyone. And I think to myself, yeah, I'm sitting here with a voice in my head. <laughs> it says, it says <clears throat> that's not my fault now, is it? <laughs> uh, I will ask before he goes, do you know anything about Micaeus? <laughs> or mortal problems you don't care about? That's actually a really great question. <laughs> well, I got you on the line. Why well, I have you? <laughs> just double check. He just says, um, yes, I do know much of him. You want to share with the class? <laughs> we play canasta on weekends. <laughs> or maybe later I can call you. <laughs> we will discuss it later. So we're thinking about the horse idea, right? I think that's the last thing you you were talking about, yeah. That was the one that I think we were kicking around, but I don't know why. 
<laughs> it seems like the most prone to failure. That's Sean. That's Ukraine is just sitting there. Um, so that was four plants that I put out. Does anyone else have any plants? I would be using one of my awful plants. I got really distracted by the horse one. Could you run through the other ones real quick? Um, they were worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, horse was the best idea. Okay. Yes. One was I pretend to be Master Harvey. The other kidnap. one is I pretend to no, be no, no, this no. lady. We kidnap Master Carvey yes. and then you impersonate him. Let's yes. not forget the first part of that. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> not going to go well. It's not going to go well at all. Um, and we really just don't have any sort of connections in the city where we could make an appointment with Carvey to let him know who he's dealing with. Right. Yeah. We thought, oh, I, I said we could send him a note. But uh, this, that's also risking that, that this half-elf will get the note once it's out of our control. I can send him a magic. No, I can't. If I saw him, I could send him a message magic magically. That might be something to do then. If, we, if you saw him tomorrow night as they were either getting in the carriage or getting into the diner, you could send a message at that point. Are the roads? Or we can send a paper bird to him. It'll go right across the street and get to him. Then I turn into a weasel and sneak into the house and steal it away. That sounds very dangerous, friendly. That sounds like putting yourself smack dab in the middle of a problem by yourself again. And we know what happened last time. <laughs> Just saying. Mm -hmm. Don't know that I'm ready to let you out of my sight yet. And I know 88's not. <laughs> um, are the streets all uniformly wide or is there a pretty narrow selections of streets that would take them in the carriage from this place to the diner? Uh, no, there's definitely wider streets and smaller streets and back streets and things like that. Um, Assuming they took the most direct, you know, biggest street path, there's only maybe one or two potential routes they could take. Okay. Um, as you all are discussing these plans, you see a carriage roll by and then stop at the gate. Oh. A uh, cup, uh, you see uh, standing uh, on the sides of it, uh, you see like a guard on each side of, each side of the carriage. Uh, one of which uh, jumps down and uh, hustles towards the gate to open it. Are there any windows on the carriage? Uh, there are windows, but they are curtained. Is the carriage decorated or anything? Uh, it is very fancy, but no, it does not have like the Carvey Spice Empire logo on it or anything. Worth <laughs> <laughs> asking. But it is a distinctive mustard yellow, maybe out of acknowledgement too. <laughs> oh, okay. 
which is an Easter egg to the car, the, the terribly embarrassing car that my dad drove us around in for most of our youth was this giant mustard yellow Suburban that God just couldn't stand out more much to our dreaded embarrassment. <laughs> well, can, one of you, can one of you scry the inside of that carriage? I don't think that's how it works. Scry a location, can you? You can. Oh, I will scry the inside of the carriage. Subtly. Um, let's look at the uh, components for Scry, shall we? <laughs> uh, verbal, somatic, and material. <laughs> um, also, what are yeah, you? Yeah, but I'm across the street. Also, what are you using? Are you using? Um, you have to have a focus worth at least a thousand gold pieces to cast the spell. Oh, well, then I'm not doing that because I have <laughs> 14 gold pieces. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will let you cast it anyway. Uh, we can we can circle back on that, but uh, as part of a uh, it, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to it, but yeah, I will say you can still cast it. That needs to be something you can look into. So what are you looking into? Um, I'm looking into Nethys' coffee. <laughs> um, uh, you see uh, inside, uh, you see a very well-dressed uh, man uh, with a long, long white hair, uh, long white mustache, long white beard. Uh, Is that like the guy that I saw with the lady last time? It does, yeah. Okay. Is he alone? He is. Okay. We can kidnap him now. He's by himself. I don't feel like we're prepared to kidnap him <coughs> right now. We can wait till he gets safe. He is not by himself. He has guards. Yeah. It's also midday in a city. I don't want to go to jail again. Fair. Uh, <sighs> yeah. The gate opens and uh, the carriage trembles inside. They try to also kidnap and impersonate the carriage dudes. Do what? <clears throat> kidnap and impersonate the carriage guys. So I'm up to six plans. <laughs> Um, I like that one a little bit better, but how long are you able to stay in disguise? An hour. Yeah. Speaking of, how long have we been here? Uh, at this cafe? Yes. Uh, it is, it, you are, you've completed two full hours. It's, you're an hour three now. But I was a bird for bird one of those hours, that, right? Yeah. You're burned for the first hour, and it's been the short rest hour since then. Okay. Um, we can go, or else I'll have to cast the shy so. You cut out there for a second. Oh, minute. I said we can go, or else I have to cast the shy self again. Oh, because of your. Yeah. Because of your face. Okay, my face. 
it's funny how many things we do as a group just fall into the oops we did it category <laughs> taking a really long time. yeah you you're, you're you're out of character your your player mo is just to dive head first into situations and hope you can tumble slash fight your way out of them but yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. um You know what we should do? We should go back to the inn or the restaurant or whatever and get the lay of the land there and see if there's a convenient place to ambush them. Because honestly, we don't have to get involved with Carver at all. That'd be really great. I actually now have another plan. What if we cancel their reservation so then they get here and they don't have room for them so they have to stand outside awkwardly for a while while they figure out what to do next and then we can connect one of them. Probably the half-elf. Yeah, I, we should not kidnap Carver. Rich people. No. Do I see uh, Master Carvey get out of his carriage or do they like, pull out of my eyeline before he gets out? Sorry, what was the question? So Master Carvey's carriage like goes in to mm -hmm. the estate. Do I mm -hmm. see him get out of the carriage or does it get like disappear behind my eye out of it, my eyeline before I see him? Uh, I will say that uh, you do roll me a perception check. Sorry, I did get distracted for the second ago because there's a dancing Duncan behind Amanda, and so yeah. I was... <laughs> <laughs> 24. Oh, nice. Yeah, I will say you catch a glimpse of him as he's walking from the carriage. Uh, yeah, the carriage deposits him in front of the house, and so you have a couple seconds where he is walking up the steps and into the front sliding door of the, of the estate. I attempt to send Master Carvey a message. All right. What do you send? I'm asking them, should I attempt to send Master Carvey a message? Oh, no. If you if you take that long to ask them, he will be in the house. Right. Oh, you, you only have to have seen... Oh, okay. You only have to have seen them once. I thought, yeah, I thought I you had to... be familiar with them. I don't have to see them while I'm casting the spell. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Um, yeah, sure. Nothing bad could happen. What should I say? Um, your lady friend is evil? Um, uh, what if he's also a Micaiah worshiper, though? That is a concern. That is. He is really red, so it's possible. Then we'll know. Surprise. Well, if he is, then we can just attack both of them. Yes. Jesus, you just really want to attack this rich man, and it's just going to end in tragedy. <laughs> If a rich person dies, is it truly a tragedy? Because <laughs> they're going to be after us. <laughs> and and at that moment, Wukreen's heart grew three sizes for 88. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm not against the idea of messaging him. I'm just worried about all the consequences. But I think I'm just going to sit here and keep worrying about all the consequences no matter what we decide to do. <laughs> I'm going to say go for it. As long as your message doesn't include the word kidnap, I'm all for it. 
Yeah, we shouldn't threaten a rich guy. Pretty pretty firm on that stance myself. Well, you can't kidnap after you give it away, too, so you wouldn't want to say it anyway. Maybe it formulates in his head for a minute. <laughs> okay. And I cast sending. You do not know me, but I know that you have recently been seen in the company of a Machias worshiper. Is this information valuable? <laughs> Crazy. So let me just make sure I get this correct. You do not know me, but I know that you have recently been seen in the company of a Machias worshiper. Is this information valuable? Yes. All right. Um, you wait for the response, and you'll find it after our five-minute bio break, because I really got to pee. Eric! <laughs> 88. A voice enters your head. Who dares intrude upon my thoughts without my permission? Is this a shakedown? I do not consort with Micaiah's worshippers. This is an outrageous accusation. You're muted, Matthew. Thank you. I uh, will cast Sending again. Mm -hmm. Half-elven woman, large scar on her chest. She is a wanted murderer and Micaiah's follower. Um, if what you say is true, that is very concerning. We should discuss face to face. Who are you? And where can we meet? He desires to meet with us. Face to face. Tell him we can be there in two. Yeah. I mean, we're all long rested and ready to go, so if he is a Machias worshiper and planning on trying to kill us, we're no better off now than we would be if we waited. I do favor the direct method. Okay. Ascending. Uh, we are outside your front gate. We can enter to discuss it promptly. Um, there is a there is a cafe outside my guards will meet you there in a few minutes to make sure you're unarmed I will then follow his guards will be here in a few moments they will check to see if we are unarmed and then he will join us once his safety is assured. But we're not unarmed. 
My weapons are in my bag of holding. Would you like to place your weapons in my bag of holding for the time being? I have one of Blend's old bags of holding, right? Yes. I've just put my staff in there. Thank you, 88, though. I do have this. I just am a weapon. I can't hide it. I will look towards Wukreen. Is this agreeable to you? I'm just looking at what I have that... <laughs> how do I wonder if I give him stuff, how does it just appear out of nowhere? <laughs> Uh, I, I also, I don't think you picked it, but I would also say you have a bag of holding as well. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'll stick my stuff in the bag of holding that just appeared in my on my hip. <clears throat> so you see him pull a bag of holding seemingly out of nowhere, and then uh, a large mace follows, a bunch of arrows, some javelins, a longbow, <laughs> a shield, <laughs> None of which was visible on his person. And obviously, uh, Nithis, you recognize that he is using some sort of illusionary magic, but the rest of you might be taken a bit off guard. Also, Amanda, do you cast a disguised person again? I do. Okay. I get up, go to the bathroom, come back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Especially> distressed. <laughs> All right. I, I assume the true sight has worn off now, right? Yes, it's been more than five minutes. Okay. Um, all right. Um, uh, out of a, uh, the gate opens after a few minutes, uh, you see um, six guards, um, four of which have swords, uh, two of which do not, kind of come walking over at a brisk pace. I will try to get their attention. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, the Warforged and the six foot four human, I'd imagine would be the center of their attention anyway. <laughs> I uh, look at the four of you and say, um, one of them says, uh, which one of you is the uh, person that sent the message to Master Carvey? That would be me. And these three are with you? That is correct. He says, um, Master Carvey is willing to meet with you if his safety is assured. We have no intentions of harming him. He says, um, he looks at, um, he looks at each of you, um, uh, this, this sort of head, head unarmed guard and says, um, I will require that, uh, you two drop your illusion magic. I just recast it. <laughs> <laughs> He says, it's fine. We can leave and never no, return. No, no, no. No, no, it's fine. I drop. I'll drop mine as it's well. It's not for you anyway. So. 
So Ukraine, you see uh, this this very unremarkable looking young woman is actually a, some sort of uh, fate touched type of person with these long long ears and th long fingers and. I'm assuming my faith isn't racist. It's not. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just painting a picture. No, no, I just was yeah. double checking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, the rest of you that are not Nephis see this large, uh, this large ASMR with um, pale skin and large plate mail, uh, with a little wisps of smoke are coming off of it. Idiot's going to give his armor a once over. Craftsmanship. Um, uh, the uh, lead lead guard cocks an eyebrow at the side of you, Ukraine, and looks and kind of cocks his other eyebrow up and sort of just a look of surprise when he notices you, Brindley. <laughs> I smile widely at him. He says, um, "He says um, these four are gonna give you a quick pat down for weapons. Is that a you all consent to this?" I do. <laughs> I stand up creakily and raise my arms. Or clankily, I guess. Nithis, Brindley? Sure. I provisionally agree. Don't get too fancy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the guards, the guard that comes up to search you, he just looks at you and says, you're not my type anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, so they do. They do a quick, respectful but thorough pat down, um, uh, and uh, they all, each of them, after they do the pat down, gestures at each of your bags of holding. Uh, and the uh, lead guy says, "I'm going to put an arcane lock on your bags to prevent you from opening them. It will be removed once our meeting is concluded." Naturally. Very nice. He says, um, so uh, he cast the spell Arcane Lock on each of your bags of holding. So uh, they're unable to be opened unless you know the password or until he dispels the spell. <laughs> Does the spell dispel in the death of the caster? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nice. All right. It's actually permanent. Yeah. So he says, uh, he actually points that out. He says, uh, "He says now, any harm that comes to me, these bags never able to be opened again. Understand?" As I have said, we do not have violent intent towards your employer. We're very friendly. He says, "Those that do rarely, seldom come forward with that information." Fair enough. Yeah, I see that. All right. Uh, the second unarmed person. Uh, their features melt away, uh, and Master Carvey is standing in front of you. I will gesture to the empty seat. He says, he, he, he kind of looks at all of you and then sits down. He says, um, you are quite respectful to my guards. That has earned you a token of goodwill. He says, almost makes up for you entering my mind without my permission. He says, my apologies. He says, I'm, he says, uh, he says, 
Now, if, the, if what you've told me is true, he says, uh, then I can understand the urgency in which you have done this. And it can be forgiven, a sort of, assuming, of course, that what you're telling me is true. Uh, he says, my name is Master Anzine Carvey. I am the, I'm the current head of the Carvey Spice Empire, as I'm sure you are aware of. If you've come here to my estate to seek me out. Can you spell that last name, Chris? Uh, C-A-R-V-I. Thank you. A-N-Z-I-N. Enzine Carvey. Um, is the spice trade here the same as what it probably is in Windhaven? Uh, different spices, but you same, same principle. Was it last campaign then that spice was some sort of drug? Yes. Oh, okay, so that's not what this is. No, this is a legitimate... <laughs> Okay. Legitimate, you know, selling saffron at inflated prices sort of <laughs> business. Okay, cool. His name might as well be Enzine McCormick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you may call me 88. He looks at the rest of you expectantly. Nithis. Uh, you can call me Brittany. I am Wukreen Agren of the Church of Damn it. Tokakua. Tokakua. Uh, I have got to learn my God's name. <laughs> or just leave this. I got to leave this thing up. I think. Of the Church of Tokakua. Mm. He says, um, far from home, are you? I go where Micaias leads us. I'm an inquisitor hunting their kind. Nithis looks visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> the other three of us are in on the hunt for another Micaias worshiper at large in Hokkaido. We believe that this woman in, who has been in your company recently may lead us to them. He says, um, you refer to Loraleth. L-O-R-A-L-E-T-H. <laughs> no, actually, maybe I'll just start typing the names in Messenger so I don't have to spell them out. <laughs> um, uh, Is she a full elf or a half elf? Full elf. Full elf, okay. Oh, full elf. Or half elf, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Blurp. He says, um, you're telling me that Lorelath is a worshiper of Micaeus. Yeah. Also, how you have intimate you have intimate knowledge of a certain scar on her body. How because you can see it when you look at her. Was she like wearing a low cut dress or something? Yeah. Right here. Right over where the heart would be. So it's pretty, pretty low cut dress. <laughs> he says, um, well, what evidence do you have of her Micaeus affiliation? Well, we got her description from 
somebody at a gambling house who knew other Micaiah's worshipers. And then we met this guy 10 minutes ago looking for the same person. And I assume I have some kind of evidence. <laughs> Did the, the guy at the gambling house say she tried to recruit him or that? Yeah, she tried to recruit him while they were both in jail. That was it. Can um, I share that? <clears throat> and I, I listen carefully to see what evidence Wukreen has. <laughs> <laughs> Something I probably should have given him before the session started. <laughs> Just even asked for it. <laughs> I, should have, I should have thought. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why am I here? Um, yeah, I have wanted poster. <laughs> given, given I've forgotten my God's name three times, I don't know that I would have retained it. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair point. <laughs> um, uh, you, you got this information uh, from a port city um, that she was uh, that she had fled from after after causing some havoc there. So. Uh, and you have a wanted poster with her description on it from that city, which you can produce at this point in the game if you so desire. I produce it. And I add it to my other possessions. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yakamina. Is the port city? Yes. It's the uh, south southeastern tip of the country and the seat of the Minato Canton. I assume it was uh, for particularly dire crimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, a laundry list of cheating, fraud, embezzlement, murder. All the, all the, all the greatest hits. Um, though she, she did not commit assault against a foul or with a foul. So she's. <laughs> we need to ask about that one at some point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good wow. enough evidence? He looks at the wanted poster and stares at it for like a while. Are you sad? I'm assuming you have contacts in Yakamina. You can verify this information. He says, um, he says, of course, he says, uh, Yakamina is a critical, a critical city for my, for my business. I am there often. Maybe that's where she made you a mark. He uh, hands the wanted poster back to you, Ukraine. He says, um, "I had, she had convinced me that she was a noble." Great wealth. It has been Eric's power experience that followers of Micaias are adept when it comes to deception and illusion. We had been, we had been discussing marriage. Oh, wrong. <laughs> but also, um, great news. Yeah, better to find out now. Yeah, you're not married yet, so that is good. Good news. Is so Hokkaido a community property state? <laughs> he says, I can see now that clearly her intent was to 
marry me and then probably kill me and inherit my business and my assets. Liquidate everything and then move on. It does look like that. I've been a fool. I mean, to be fair, we literally walked into a death trap because of a Micaiah's worshiper. So, you know. Yes, I was murdered. He was, in fact, actually murdered by said Micaiah's person. <laughs> Not Laura Leth, the other one. Yeah, mm -hmm. the one we're chasing. He says, um, what is the name of the one you are chasing? Zori. A kobold. He says, um, one of the guards says, uh, saw a wanted poster for her the other day. Or no, uh, about a month, a few weeks ago? Shit, I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's because she killed me. Yeah, we're um, the ones who... He was saying it more to confirm their, yeah. like he was giving, telling the master that he can mm -hmm. confirm your would have been a few weeks because we took that long carriage ride. Yeah. Anyway. A few weeks ago. And how do you all come to Hokkaido? You're clearly not from here. Teleportation accident. <laughs> I uh, got the spell teleportation and we did not end up where we intended to. And then one of our compatriots died. So now we've been working on that. And then, and then the, the other one died, died as well. Yeah. Two, actually, two murders. Yeah. Akira's a bad city for our group. It is. <laughs> Not doing uh, the best. Yeah. He says, perhaps you should spend more time at the Maishiha Temple, for clearly your fates are dark. They're awesome. We love them. <laughs> They're good people. He raises he raises an eyebrow at that as well. <laughs> Are they not good people? No, he says I've not heard of them resurrecting one before. Yeah, apparently it's a new thing, which is super exciting. There are some side effects though. And I think that may be particular to you, dear. Maybe. We don't know. We don't have anything <laughs> to compare it to. <laughs> what can I do to help you capture this? this a murderous wretch that would have infected my household invite her to dinner at your house we can take her in the courtyard you definitely want to question her to see if she's got any contact with the one who did the murdering of our companion he says you Well, forgive my skepticism, but it sounds like your track record against these have not been sterling. Why would I invite this trouble under my household? We can figure out another location. I mean, are your guards going to be able to go up against a person who's made sort of some sort of weird death deal with a god? Wait, weird death deal? And if it happens in your courtyard, you'll at least be sure. Yeah. My question isn't whether my guards are capable, it's whether you are capable. As it sounds like every time you've gone off against one of these people, one of you has died. Yeah, but if you don't try, you never win. So... 
We are very capable at killing a lot of things. Um, also, it was just one person, so it's only one person who got the better of us a couple of times. Otherwise, we usually are successful. And if one of us dies, you're out nothing. And to be fair, we split the party the second time. Actually, the first time as well. So oh as long as we all stay next to each other, we should be good. Agreed. I do not wish for this. I do not wish for Loreleth to kill you all, then rampage through my guards in my house. If there is another suitable location that you would like to suggest. Yeah. We don't know. Are, are you familiar? Are, are you are you familiar with the smell of lightning? <laughs> yes, yeah. the restaurant. He says, I have a reservation there tomorrow evening with her, perhaps. Nithis laughed because he knows what lightning smells like. <laughs> yes, I'm a druid. <laughs> um, we probably don't want to fight her in a restaurant. What if? Seems like a high body count. You bring her to the restaurant, then we drug her at the restaurant, and then we take her to another location and tie her up really good. And then whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I don't like all that. Chris doesn't like it or the guy doesn't like it? No, Chris doesn't like it. We drug her, take her back to our place, and whatever happens, happens. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I will also, Chris will also point out that uh, if she is a paladin, um, paladins are generally immune to poison. Maybe you suggest. Are like knockout stuff poisons? Probably. Yeah. Maybe you suggest a picnic outside the city, somewhere that wouldn't involve the city or the the watch. If we if we fight her inside a high class restaurant, it's very likely that innocents will be hurt. He says. Um... He says, the four of you have fought this Zori twice? Like one and a half times. Maybe and, one time. Two half and, times put together? And no, I just met these folks. What is your experience with fighting Micaeus followers? Well, I've been fighting them for 58 years. That's a considerable amount of time. I'm old. You look well for your age. <laughs> we are we are hardy. <clears throat> Is there someone else that you would prefer to do this? Is that what you're leading on to here? He says my concern is he says um He says I just he says it sounds like he says, this person, this Zori has gotten away twice. What will stop Loreleth from getting away? I don't know that anything will, but if we just let her go on about her business, that's a bigger problem. Right? Um, what if... He says, the weather is fair. He says, I could perhaps convince her 
for a picnic, but uh, her tastes are a little more refined than that, typically. It might be a hard sell. What if... Is, do you usually meet her places, or...? He says, I pick her up from her estate. Hmm. Where's her estate? <laughs> uh, he says... Um, he says it's on the other side of the of the uh, North Cherry District from here. Quite palatial. Well, why don't you offer to go visit her? Or just tell us where it is and we can go there. Yeah, I mean, if we can just get it in, we could just go there and then you don't have to worry about it. Um, Presumably she has guards of her own. How new is she in town, though? He says, um, he says, there is a minor detail that is, I did not thought much of that, until this point, but I've always picked her up from outside her estate. Uh, oh. You see, that's a, it's a red flag. Yeah. Not actually her estate. Yeah. As I said, I've been a fool. Wukreen, yeah. do you have the means to prevent someone from teleporting? I don't. <laughs> hmm. Is that a paladin ability? That's just counterspell. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, different, uh, different oath than Glenn or Gwen. Glenn, you can't even remember your character's <laughs> names now. <laughs> Does anyone have counterspell? Because I do not. Um, I got rid of it because Gwen had it. <laughs> and then, and then Chris got rid of Gwen. <laughs> I don't think it's a good spell. Um, none of you have access to fifth level spells yet, right? No, I have fifth level. Yeah, I have fifth level. Oh, but Matt, you don't, right? So I guess Hallow can do it. What can do it? Hello. Hello. We could have we could have your friends. Uh, I, I I end up back in the courtyard again. We could have we could have the. Um, oh wait, no, never mind. I don't know that. <laughs> I as a character don't know that, but your your priest friend could you could ask them to hollow the courtyard. It's a long time. It takes 24 hours. Yeah. Priest friend. Priest. The priest for Meshiha. Meshiha. Oh. Yeah. I don't know that we want to owe her any other them any other favors. I think they're the decent sort, but they're going to collect. Well, I guess the the real question comes down to um, Harvey. How involved are you willing to be? Because if not at all, then you just point us in the direction of where she's supposed to be, and I guess we'll go. But if you want to, probably not there though. You might have to just wait until tomorrow. You shouldn't be planning to be there. How do you usually communicate? Uh, he says, um, uh, through, uh, 
Paper bird. Is there anywhere on the path between where you pick her up and the restaurant that would make for a good ambush point? Yeah, like any good makeout spots. <laughs> That's what I was asking. Um. <laughs> Uh, another thing, um, I, I guess the other thing, uh, paper birds, um, literally fly to the destination where they're received. Hey, follow follow paper bird. Send one and just follow it. And you, you'd have to be a bird to do that, but do we know any be birds? Friendly off against a fucking Micaiah's worshiper by herself again. <laughs> I will wait for everyone to catch up with me. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Learning a lesson? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Learning a lesson? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I like that. I mean, at least that would tell us where she's hanging out, if nothing else. Yeah, you can send a message. We can follow it, see where she is. If that's some place better attackable. If not, we can come back here and come up with another plan. Reconvene on it, yeah. I look over at Harvey and see if he's got any input. He says, Harvey? Um, Carvey. Oh, Carvey, sorry. Jesus. Apparently, that was a bad name. I'm not sure why. It's <laughs> a fine name. I no, I've been, I've been hearing Harvey each time she said it, too. So I don't I think that's Harvey. No, I know. It's just, I think we've, we've all gone selectively nuts today. <laughs> oh. um, <clears throat> he says, uh, I am not one for subterfuge or ambushes. He says, if you can come up with a good plan that doesn't involve my estate, I will go along with it, as long as my safety can be assured. I do not wish to be known as someone, one who consorts with, with Micaiah. Then I think we should try to get her wherever she is well. This seems like a good first step. Uh, would you, Harvey, would you have any reason to contact her right now? Or would that seem unusual? He says, um, I have to admit that our, our relationship has been strong. We have been sending each other notes, yes. Oh, cool. Of the amorous variety, though it is. That's all I need to know. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, do you guys want to go ahead and just do that now? Have friendly follow a paper bird? Indeed. And we shall follow Brindley. So I should be a medium-sized bird so it's easy for you to see me. If, if this doesn't work, would you be willing to clear out the, uh, what's the name of the restaurant again? 
The smell of lightning. lightning. The smell of lightning. Would you be would you be willing to um, ask the owners of the smell of lightning to close down for the night? Uh, he it, says it would be a trifle. He says uh, I've purchased the restaurant on several occasions. If we if we can't get her for the tonight, evening. <laughs> if we can't get her tonight, then we can we can always try to take her tomorrow at the restaurant, but that would minimize any ancillary casualties. He says I, I take I take your silence as overwhelming assent. He says I he's, he says he yeah he, uh, he says I, I can um if that is what you wish I can do it. We appreciate your cooperation. All right. Shall we send the paper bird? Uh, he uh, he pulls out a paper bird and says, "I'll just write a thinking about you love note here." He says, "I often do them in a structured poetic format." I'm not sure how long that'll take him, so I wait until he's ready to send the letter before I shape. <laughs> before you send it, we will need your guard to remove these arcane locks on our backs. Oh yeah. Oh yes. He um. He says, um, uh, he says, uh, he hands the paper bird to, uh, to his guard. And he says, uh, when he sends the bird, he'll dis dismiss the locks. Thank you. Uh, he says, you'll apologize. You'll excuse me if I don't trust you with him in my presence. I, he says, for though you have brought me valuable information and hopefully will prove to be strong allies in this, I still do not know you. No offense taken. All right, so he uh, gets up and says, um, thank you for bringing this to my attention. I hope that you are successful in your endeavors and um, hopefully we have, I, you know, let, let my guards know uh, if you need me to run out the restaurant or if anything else changes. But Ooh, hopefully the next time I see you, it'll be good news. Yes. I'm going to kind of go to the side, turn into, well, I got to wait for him to do my bag yep. first. Never mind. All right. So the him and the uh, four guards with him, except for the one that was armed, uh, walk back to the estate and shut the gate. And uh, the other guard watches them go up into the house and says, all right, well, uh, Oh, you think you know people, right? Ugh. All right. Uh, he uh, waves a hand. He says, your, your bags are unlocked. He says, just let me know when you want me to send it. I check uh. to make sure I can open my bag. Yep. Yeah. This, isn't, this, isn't some, uh, this isn't some rug pull moment. <laughs> I'll come back and then you can send the bird. And then I go back into the alleyway and turn into a bird and then flutter over by to where everyone is. I pointed the bird. That's her. <laughs> I ask 88, can you track your friend while she's a bird? Um, 
I'm going to... I'm going to pull out a uh, small Jasper gem and say, no, but I can't track this. Please hold on to this while you fly, Brindley. That would be my bait. Please do not swallow it. <laughs> I don't know if I can track with a bait in my head, but I, I'll, I'll flap a wing. <laughs> right. So I will cast locate object on that Jasper piece so I can follow it while she's flying. Voice. What's your flying speed, Brindley? Bird. Birdly. <laughs> no, it's whatever bird is. That's her speed is bird. Um I thought it was crow, but I actually picked, hit cow and that just didn't have a flying Oops. speed. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise it would be a really weird cow. Probably um, not too discreet. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, a pizza bird for my wants. lover and a cow. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, where's a bird? There's owl on there. Owl 60 feet. Bloodhawk okay. is 60 feet. Okay. So I'm going to assume it's 60 feet, um, which is good because that's the speed the paper bird moves at. Uh, Yay. Uh, so um, you. Uh, you have the guard um, release the bird. It flaps up. It folds itself into the bird and flaps up into the air. It takes off very quickly. Brindley, you're able to follow it. I follow it. Um, we chase after Birdly. All right. You chase after it. Um, of course, Birdly and the paper bird are moving twice as fast as you and as the crow flies, mm -hmm. whereas you all are confined to streets. So they, she very quickly... Uh, it gets pretty far out ahead of you. What's the range on your locate object spell? 1,000 feet. Okay. Chris is, you know, I always thought that those one train leaves the station at one time, another <laughs> train. I always said, I'll never need to know that as an adult. <laughs> um, so, Brindley. I'm, I'm assuming that the bird, because it can fly, is traveling in a straight line. So that's does, the direction yeah. I'm leading everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it gets out of range, that's yeah. the direction we're going. Perfect. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It does go in a straight line. So you do have that for you. Um, so they gain sixty feet on you every round, at least. Rounds a minute, six hundred. So yeah, after two minutes, uh, or maybe like a minute and forty seconds, you're you lose you lose sight of Brindley, but you just keep heading. Uh, you keep zigzagging through the streets to try to head a straight along that line. Um, we lose sight of her, or he loses contact with the object. Oh, you lose sight of her much quicker than that. She loses you. You lose uh, contact with the object after a minute and forty. Oh, okay. Um, Bradley, you fly over Hokkaido. The uh, Birdly following. Uh, following close behind the paper bird, how uh, do you um, follow like immediately behind it, or do you give it like a little space? I give you, it some. Space. Do you fly casual? I fly casual. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you. <laughs> All right. You. Uh, you take in the city below. Um, all the blossoms. Uh, well, I guess it's been a couple weeks since the blossom festival, hasn't it? The 
blossoms that you saw a few weeks ago have been replaced by leaves. The uh, uh, this this building stretching as far as you can see as you follow this bird uh, out of the very affluent district that you're in uh, over. Um, uh, over uh, kind of some of the nicer districts uh, and eventually to the outskirts of town to these sort of, to the sort of slum quarter uh, uh, where you, uh, the bird, the paper bird um, flies uh, down and in towards this um, building called uh, this tavern called the Rampant Sage. Um, uh, and it flies in the window um, and lands on the floor uh, next to this half-elfin woman that you recognize who is sitting there on the floor cross-legged. Um, uh, what do you do? Do you land on the window seal? Do you fly away? What? Um, I'll kind of just land across. Is it there like something across the street that I can land on? Uh, like another building? Yeah. Or I'll land on there and act like a bird. OK. Um, you see, um, you see her, uh, through the window, uh, with your keen bird eyes. Uh, she is holding a dagger in her lap, uh, that has a, um, kind of a sickly blue flame around it. Uh, and she is talking. You're not sure to what, but to something. Uh, she, you notice that she kind of notices the paper bird land next to her, uh, but she doesn't. Uh, pay attention to it right away. Okay, I will keep a casual bird eye on her while I do normal bird things. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll wait for everyone else to catch up. Yeah, uh, let's see. It took you probably 20 minutes to fly over this way. Um, so uh, it'll be about, probably about 30 before they arrive. Okay. I would keep an eye on her and see if she leaves in that time. Um, all right. Uh, she doesn't appear to leave, uh, though she continues to talk. Uh, and she's staring at her dagger while she does it. Not disconcerting at all. <laughs> I make a note to tell them about the weird dagger talk. I assume she's communicating with a person already god. All right. Um, everybody else, you uh, wind your way through the city um, outside of the fancy district uh, through some nicer looking ones. Uh, eventually to the uh, kind of southwestern side of town where uh, things are starting to turn a little more uh, low income as far as the housing goes. Uh, and after about 45 minutes of walking, uh, when you maybe starting to worry a bit about <laughs> Brindley and the paper bird, uh, you get a ping on your locate uh, object spell. Um, as you're walking through this part of town uh, with your very nice clothing and armor 
and uh, uh, tall walking metal man. Uh, you've, you're drawing a lot of attention. Uh, people are uh, coming to you to ask for money. Um, what do you, how do you handle those sort of interactions? When we turn a corner, I, uh, I, what do you call it? Disguise self myself <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to look like kind of a big guy, but downtrodden. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as stand out, stand outish, I guess. Wow, that's a word I just made up. <laughs> All right, so you're like the one kind of poor downtrodden guy with these two very nicely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't do much else other than just throw my hood up yeah. so that I can't be seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got 14 silver. I'll give one to the first 14 people who ask. Okay. Uh, this unfortunately has the ill side effect of <laughs> once word spreads that there is somebody giving out silver coins... Uh, you are essentially being followed by a small mob of people. I uh, address the mob and in, a, in a, a commanding voice, I just say, these are my marks, get away! And I, I try to intimidate them. All right, roll me an intimidate check. 25. Um, most of them seem very confused by that because not a lot of people will call their marks marks in front of them <laughs> loudly. <laughs> uh, generally, that kind of is counter to the uh, whole mark business. Uh, uh, but you are six foot four uh, and kind of, or six foot six and pretty scary looking, so they scamper off. Don't give, don't give people money when we're in a pursuit, please. I was just trying to be kind. <laughs> this, is, this is the symbol for running. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yep. I didn't realize this. He does this every time we're in any sort of chase. Oh, I know. I know. It's great. I love it. I love for it. Um, All right. Uh, so after a few more minutes, you are um, underneath a uh, kind of derelict lamppost uh, that's got a very familiar looking sparrow perched upon it with a gem in her mouth. Across the street from you, you see a kind of rundown looking inn called the Rampant Sage. Um, uh, idiot's going to tuck into the nearest alley. I hop over and go hide down. Um, all right. Are you trying to do it stealthily, or are you just ducking in? I'm trying to be stealthy. So all if right. there's anyone in said tavern, they don't notice me. All right. Roll a uh, stealth check. What about the rest of you? I'm not good at those. I will also try to be subtle. Do you want me okay. to roll stealth? Yeah, roll stealth. Uh, and then, um, Wukreen, you also roll stealth, but with advantage. because. <laughs> uh... I bet I scored worse than 88 did. No, I got a 7. I got, you got a, a four. four. <laughs> I got eleven. Least stealthy. Right. I mean, to be fair, the highest was an eleven, so I actually don't feel that bad. Pretty. Hard. 
it's just amusing that I'm the one that's least in, least inclined to be stealthy, and <laughs> still the most inclined to be stealthy. You can at least disguise yourself. Well, I mean, just in terms of temperament. Oh. <laughs> All right, so you not so stealthily make your way into the alley across from across from the uh, rampant sage. I motion to 88 to give him back his stone. Take it. And then I will turn back into me and fill them in on what I had seen. She's very strange. She's talking to a knife. It is flowing blue fire. Do I have any idea what that might be? Um, um, yes. Let me just check something real quick in your questionnaire. Um, um, you, how many indebted do you think you have taken out? I mean, I can't imagine it's more than like a handful, right? Yeah. Yeah. Given the given their stealthiness in general. So there is a little bit of a mystery for you um, in the, you know, number of probably in the half dozen or so indebted that you've taken out. Um, uh, each of them fought with a magical weapon, uh, but after you killed them, the weapon was no longer magical. So I will share that. I will share that quietly with the group. You you could share. Yeah, I want you to go ahead and use your yeah. character voice. Trying to think of how to do that. This may this may answer a few questions that I've had as I've been hunting these creatures. They they all fight with a magical weapon that isn't magical after they're dead. I wonder if this is some kind of focus for their worship of Micaias. Well, In any case, it's very bad to be hit by their magical weapon, even more so than normal, normally getting hit by a weapon, which is not great. All right, so don't get stabbed. <laughs> if at all possible. Yeah. Do we go in and attack, or do we wait for her to leave? She's, she's been sitting there for all this time, just talking. We're not very inconspicuous here, so I yeah. think the sooner we make our business known, the better. Somebody what floor of the tavern was she on? Uh, it's a three-story tavern, and she's on the third floor. I think we just take the direct direct route. Kick the door in and uh, take her down. I mean, it's an inn. We don't have to kick it in. We probably just walk in. I meant, I meant on of her room. I mean, we can go into the inn and then up to the third floor. Should Nithas should you stay outside under her window in case she tries to flee that way? I was going to suggest that someone fly up to her window so that we could pincer her. Well, how about? 
you two go up outside, Brinley can be waiting outside the window and I can be waiting outside at the ground. Will you be able to join us? That's the well, question. Well, she, she can fly for a short period of time, right? It's only 10 feet. No. I think if Brinley is capable of cutting off her window escape, the rest of us can go through the door. Chris, can I use my fly ability to make my jump bonker? Mm, yeah, if it fly gives you 10 feet of movement, um, <laughs> you, I'd say you could go 10 feet straight up. Uh, which, how tall are you? Six feet. So, if you, in theory, if you go 10 feet up, you're six feet, you probably have another two feet of, of, um, of, you know, wingspan on top of that. Uh, I, I'd say it'd be a check. It'd be like an acrobatics check, but it's possible. Yeah, I'm not great at acrobatics checks. I don't think we need to risk that. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, I can't fly there, unfortunately, because, well, let me just double check. I don't have fly. 99% sure. I don't. Oh. <laughs> if I use another wild shape, it'll be my last one. It'll, it'll be what? what? It'll be my last one. Hmm. If we succeed, you will not need another one. Yes. Yeah. And really all you're trying to do is keep her from getting out the window. Exactly. I can also cast Thunderstep, so. Oh, I can Misty Step. Oh, that would hurt you guys though, not her. How about we, the three of us go in through the, through the door. Um, Brindley is at the window, and 88, you move as quickly as you can to the window just to help Brindley block it off while Nithis and I attack the elf. All right. Okay. Plan? Sure. Okay. So the three of us, oh, what uh, animal are you going to be? It's going to be a crow again, I guess. I'll have to drop in as soon as I get in. But. Okay. Um, I guess just listen for the uh, sound of a opening door. And uh, shall we head in? Yep. All, All right. right. Um, we head into the inn. Sounds good. Uh, and that is where we'll pick up next time. So... So we split the party and end the session. <laughs> We're barely split. I yeah. think this would be splitting the party. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just a little touchy because you know there's a single person at a window. <laughs> Those both featured prominently when I died. <laughs> well, that's what made me think of it. I'm like, oh, why does he try to jump out the window? Yeah. Yeah.